Hey, this is Bruce Trujillo from Indy 1023 with another session at home. Today, welcoming Jessica Dobson, frontwoman of Deep Sea Diver. She and her band return with a brand new album called Impossible Wait on October 16th. We've been hearing the title track here on Indy 1023, and I'm very excited to learn more about the album. Jessica, thanks so much for joining me. Hi, thank you for having me, Bruce. And we are going to start off with a song first. Tell me more about the title track, Impossible Wait. Yeah, so... Gosh, there's so many fun things to talk about with that track. Uh, I got to, well, I'll start off with this. That track was written, The Impossible Weight uh, is pretty much talking about a lot of my past. And when I was younger, I had a record deal like on a major label and just learned some very hard lessons like early on, kind of trusting a little too many people and kind of just not knowing, being really like, wet behind the ears, wide-eyed, just, you know, making my way through the world at 19 and learning some lessons. Um, eventually got off that label, but Impossible Weight is kind of dealing with a lot of, like, putting the past to rest, and that was then, and this is now, and this is who I am now, and and, and proud to be here. So um, another amazing thing about the song is one of my favorite artists and friends, Sharon Van Etten, sang on this song, and such an honor she's just such a badass and uh it was amazing that she was even able to do this it was like in the middle of when she was touring on her record uh remind me tomorrow you know she was out and about in the world and sometimes collaborations happen sometimes they don't and it was just completely fortuitous that this one was able to make the cut so yes and I want to talk more about that because we obviously love Sharon Van Etten as well but let's get to it this is a live version of Impossible Weight from Deep Sea Diver on Indy 1023 This is what 
New music from Deep Sea Diver on Indie 1023. I am Bruce Trujillo, joined by Jessica Dobson, who fronts the band. The third studio album, Impossible Wait, comes out on October 16th. So we just heard the title track, which we have been listening to a lot here on Indie 1023. And thank you for explaining it a little bit more, just kind of like that moving forward kind of vibe. And yeah, we, you did mention it features Sharon Van Etten. Tell me more about that process. So she she did have a stellar 2019, but was able to make some time to work with you as well. Yes. Uh, originally, when I first, uh, I've been a fan of hers for a long time, and especially of the last record. And I learned kind of through the pipeline that her brothers were fans. And I think at some point they had tagged her on something that I did. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I think that's Sharon Van Etten's brothers. And that's cool kind of put it out of mind and then I ended up going to one of her shows at uh the Neptune which was also if you've seen our music video for Impossible Wait watch it it's awesome but we, we shoot the last part of the the music video at the Neptune and that's where I saw her play in 2019 and uh I had like reached out to her on Instagram just kind of casually just saying I'm so excited for your record and blah blah, blah. and so I went and saw her and then I tagged her that night saying gosh there's no place I'd rather be than at this show before the night before we finish our record then that next day we went to the studio to record impossible wait and that was the day that she wrote me back and was like hey your my brothers turned me on to your music uh let's keep in touch blah 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 and it was a uh, that was the beginning of you know the art of asking is is it is a touchy touchy one you know like especially asking somebody you know uh if they want to sing on your song. And so it's not like I jumped into it right away. Like, Hey, I'm writing this. We are just <laughs> recording the song. Do you want to sing on it? Like, uh, you know, it was a little, hopefully the more, uh, full of tact than that. But like, eventually I asked and, uh, with no expectation of her being able to do it. And she was able to, she loved the song and, and said, yes. Oh, uh, that's such a I love hearing those stories about like being able to work with people that you really admire um, and I think that this is such a good introduction to the upcoming album um, so let's dive into that a little bit more the last time you released music was back in 2016 with the sophomore deep sea diver album secrets you went on tour then headed back into the studio but you personally kind of hit a wall there with writing what do you think that was yeah it's kind of an unexplainable thing like uh, to you know, finish really strong off of a record and be touring. The last show we played was Wilco's Solid Sound Festival. It was one of our career highs, you know, ending on such a high note, and then going into the studio very quickly because I I kind of had this personal goal of you know creating a little less space in between our releases, being a little more prolific, a little less waiting time for people to hear the next record. So I kind of ran into the studio, but I I uh, quickly found that. I had some kind of unanswered questions that I needed to, or maybe questions I didn't even know I needed to ask at that point. Uh, you know, particularly, um, was I okay with myself? Um, and meaning like there, I was kind of just like on a, on a track going around and around and, and I hadn't really taken care of myself personally. And, uh, with my mental health and yeah, I quit smoking around the same time. Uh, my partner, Peter, who plays drums in the band, we both quit. That was dark. It's really hard to quit smoking, but you can totally do it if you're trying. Um, and so kind of like all this heaviness weighed down all at once. And that wall that I talk about was just, I didn't have vocabulary for what I was feeling yet. And I needed to kind of go backwards a little bit or sit in those questions. And it's kind of a scary thing sometimes to question what you're doing. Uh, for me, it's music. 
and I've been on that path for a long time and you know like questioning should it look the same that it has looked in the past should it look different what kind of adjustments need to be made and so the wall was a good thing I think overall and then we tried to make the record two times you know with some demos going into the studio and it just didn't feel right those first two times and it took it took a minute even though I tried my best to have a record out sooner than I wanted it didn't work out that way and that's totally fine it's out coming up next month so we're excited about it anyways um and I like that you use that phrase to uh figure out the vocabulary for the album this one is really kind of a the genesis of a new you rediscovering your voice how you are as a a songwriter and a musician um so I wanted to talk a little bit more about discovering that vocabulary that you wanted Mm -hmm. to use for the album um were there any like specific events where you're like oh that's what that is or like this is can I can use this now and I can put words to it yeah, I think kind of a lot what uh, that helps me with, with this record and finding the vocabulary was I started volunteering at this nonprofit organization down the street from me called the Aurora Commons. And uh, they work with unhoused people, uh, those who are drug dependent, um, women who work on the streets and sex-based survival work. Uh, it's an amazing place that is... Uh, predominantly there to provide services for them and it's just a place that they can go and feel completely respected and like they belong because they do and uh and so spending time there when I was kind of still searching for the vocabulary of what I wanted to write about there was definitely a lot of influence on me of you know with their needs they're so immediate they can't hide them they, they don't have a house to go home to and hide it's like it's all there on the streets on their, you know, countenance, like it's, uh, they let you know what their needs are. And I think that that's really important um, because I definitely think in American society, it's like easy to kind of shroud yourself with whatever you want to hide behind and not let your needs be known. You know, it's, uh, it's more honorable to like pull yourself up from your own bootstraps, but it's like sometimes you just kind of got to fall apart and be vulnerable and start asking those hard questions and and have more compassion for others and yourself. And so that was a place that really had a huge effect on me. Wow. That's, uh, that's really beautiful, actually. Um, well, and now we're here in 2020, six months into quarantine. With the retooling of your workbox, so to speak, uh, with songwriting, are you finding it easy to write and work right now? You know, I when, I, when quarantine first hit, um, what the things that allowed us to create in a way that we weren't like, uh, I think afraid or, or just like forcing ourselves to, we ended up doing these live streams on Instagram for like not the first like nine weeks. Um, this is like April, March, April, May ish. Yeah. Time. Like basically it was fresh on the heels of quarantine. And, uh, we had this challenge for everyone who like was tuning in. We called it the stay home stems where the very first week we did it, uh, a drum beat we recorded it live like it was on video and then we told everyone hey go to this Dropbox link if you want to create a song of your own with this beat and so like I think like 70 people ended up downloading this beat and making a song out of it and then we followed our own like game too and that's where this song Stop Pretending came from which was a single that we released I mean it was like almost accidental it's like we just were kind of we weren't thinking it's like we had a week to do it because that's all the time we gave people is like on the next live stream, submit your song and then we'll play it like on the live stream for people or choose our favorites. 
And so I love that this song was kind of born out of not obligation, but just like fun and trying to connect with others. Um, other than that, you know, I haven't put too much pressure on myself because we are, we've been setting up this record and trying to figure out the best way possible to do it when you can't tour, you know, live stream shows, like they're not really shows cause people aren't in the room with you. You still are playing to a screen or to a camera and it's a totally different dynamic. And so I think with the fall approaching and this record coming out, like I can feel it in my body, like that I'm ready to start writing again. But I haven't been hard on myself about it. Um, and I like that you brought up both like the touring aspect and connecting with your fans. Um, yeah, that single was so much fun. And like uh, being able to watch those. I remember seeing those at the beginning of quarantine also. Um, so how else have you been able to connect with fans throughout throughout, I guess, these next couple of months? So we had those live streams kind of the first nine weeks and then um, gearing up for this new album. How are you how are you chatting with your fans at this point? No, I think I'm still figuring that out, actually. Uh, I think that was definitely the most intentional connection with people or just tangible, I guess. Um, you know, when you're actually seeing comments come through, like I'm just so used to being in a venue and talking to people after the show at the merch booth. Um, we're trying to find new ways that, you know, because it's for bands, it is like you do have that instant access with social media. But it, what's healthiest for both parties? You know, like I, I can't write every message back or like spend all of my time. I want to keep creating because that's the best way I can connect with people and that they can take home something that is long lasting. But trying to figure out better ways of like, you know, maybe instead of doing like full live stream shows, like calling them events and doing them like once a week, every four weeks, like we do three songs and they're in different locations because so they're. It, it's like it's hard to have um there's so much going on right now I mean <laughs> goes without saying elections are coming up like there's just everyone's pulled every which way and so am I but uh people's attention span is a lot shorter and so I get it and I I'm, I want to create things that are captivating and have an element of surprise so we're trying to figure out what that looks like for us in these fall and winter months as we keep promoting this record Definitely. And uh, I also saw on your band camp this upcoming album, people can pay it forward. Of course, one thing that the entire country is dealing with is maybe not everybody's working. Maybe not everybody totally. has extra funds to buy, you know, a piece of vinyl. But music is still very much something that we need in order to move forward in these times. So I think that's great that you have that option. Um, so how that's going to support you. That's going to support other fans. Sure. Um, how are other ways that you're trying to figure out like, I am a musician, I am an artist, and I, I need to keep moving without touring specifically. Yeah, I think the best way that you can support us and support other artists that are releasing right now is, you know, right now the record isn't out, so pre-ordering the record really helps. That helps us be able to budget out, you know, what are these special events that we want to put on? Because they all do cost money. I think, you know, we're also asking that, like, you know, preparations that we're trying to partner up with that maybe haven't taken the hit you know can help sponsor these events so you know it doesn't all land on the fans you know to like try to support us through but uh yeah pre-ordering records you know telling your friends the age-old just best way of getting the word out is just if you love something tell a bunch of people about it um I think uh if you have a venue that you love in your city do the research, go online to see what are the ways in which they're trying to stay alive because they're on their last penny right now. All of them, the big and the small. 
So there is a wonderful organization. Um, uh, there's Neva and Nito. If you go to saveourstages.org, uh, you can help support your venues by sending a pre-written letter to your congressman or congresswoman. And they're currently trying to push uh, legislation through to get funding for these venues across the country. So that's super important because if one goes, they all go. Like it's an infra- it's a very delicate infrastructure. So yeah, I hope that there's venues left for us to do this when we're the world has healed and we're ready to get back at it. Yeah, can't wait for touring. Can't wait for live music back yes. in our, oh our my town gosh. and across the country, of course. Um, oh, I, I can't wait to get back to Denver. Oh, yeah, we we would love to have you back. Um, <laughs> so you've got another performance for us. Also, another sneak peek into this upcoming album. Again, Impossible Wait, out on October 16th. A brand new single out today, in fact. Tell me Woo-hoo. a little bit more about Wishing. So Wishing, so you're you're going to be hearing a stripped-down version, but uh, it's one of my favorite songs on on the record it kind of like came out of my uh influence of I was listening to like a lot of M83 the last few years a lot of their older stuff too it's a bit more synth heavy but it's like it's one of the most traditional I guess if you consider traditional songwriting songs on the record where I just in the chorus I don't know I kind of proclaims as wishing I was somebody else try to take the wheel and turn it around I think that's a lot of what many people are feeling right now just like maybe they don't want to be someone else but they want to be somewhere else or just like there's so much in disarray right now and you know everyone has seasons of life like that and for me at the time I was you know going through what I was going through and um music you know it's not a form of escapism for me but I often create these other worlds that I get to live in for that moment and so that was one of those songs that I wanted to sing of just feeling like I didn't have control over what was going on in my life but that that was also okay and to accept that um and it was also a song written in the middle of me too movement and just like a lot of the burden as a woman of just feeling like really we're still dealing with this like we're still our voices are still not being heard you have to you know go through so much to get them heard and so uh yeah it also deals with just the the weight and the pressure of that but yeah wishing is a is a thick song and it is right here on indie 1023 a special performance from deep sea diver this is a brand new single called wishing not want to admit it first want to deceive my recollections all
deep sea diver on Indie 1023's Sessions at Home. Jessica Dobson is my guest. The new album, Impossible Wait, comes out on October 16th. Jessica, thank you so much for your time and joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Bruce.